And welcome to another episode of The Dialogue Tree. My name is Roger Reichert, and tonight my guest is Luis Antonio. He is the creative director behind the upcoming game, 12 Minutes. Welcome to the show, Luis. Hey, Roger. Thanks for having me. Really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show. Uh, we'll talk about 12 Minutes in a little bit here. Um, but before we get into the game, can we talk a little bit about yourself and how you got into game development and, and some of your background in game development? Because you have quite the extensive background. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. It's been all my all my professional life um, has been games. Um, mm. I left university. Um, I mean, I, after I finished university, I left Portugal, where I'm originally from, um, and I moved to London. Uh, I had an opportunity to work at Rockstar Games there, so that's where I started as an artist uh, for three years. Um, and then I wanted to try something else. I was I really enjoyed it, but uh, like uh, I just wanted to try other experiences. So I moved to to Quebec, where I worked at Ubisoft. Mm. And I was a lead artist and I was art director. Um, and I started to get fed up with with the AAA way of doing games, which is. Mm. Um, very market driven and, and money driven. Um, and I had an opportunity to work. Actually, I had an opportunity to work with, I don't know if you know, uh, Chris Hacker and Spy Party. Mm, nice. Um, so I had an opportunity to work with him and I was going to move to San Francisco to work on his game, but he wasn't, the game wasn't quite ready. Okay. Um, so he said, look, I have a friend working on The Witness. Do you want to work on that game? Wow. In the meantime, yeah. So I, I joined The Witness, which was supposed to be finished. It was like six months of work. Yeah. Uh, but then we started to be like, look, this is how you want the game to look like? And Jonathan was like, ah, not really. <laughs> so that that became three years. <laughs> um, yeah, and during that time, I was, um, I, I had this idea on my head for a while of this time loop idea. And, mm. and there's a lot of game developers that go into the studio, like uh, like Martin Bosch, I don't know if you know Megakure. Mm -hmm. or Daniel Ben Mergi, he's doing Storyteller now. Nice. And they were always like, why don't you learn how to program? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so I started on my free time and, and that's that's how I got to the project. Yeah. Wow, wow. Um, in 12 minutes, so a couple things, when I when I saw the game, a couple things that, 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 that first came to mind. First of all, uh, my first thought was, oh my goodness, I it's it's an intense game and I had an uneasy pit a feeling in my stomach and I mean it was it's a very strong emotion it, just the trailer itself just gave me a lot of uh, strong emotions so that was my first thought my second thought was I need to get him on the show <laughs> <laughs> to talk about this game uh this is quite the undertaking can you tell us a little bit about what 12 minutes is I know it's an interactive thriller game but can you explain the game uh premise to us you play the husband as you come home from work um, and your wife has a surprise. Uh, you start having a meal and then this, this, this police officer shows up. He accuses your wife of, of killing her father. And, um, and, um, and then you're like, what's going on? What's happening? And a struggle starts. And then the, the, the scope attacks you and you, and you pass out and you go back to the start of the day. And then you have to use the knowledge of what, you know, it's going to happen to, to try to change the outcome. Um, but the game, yeah, the game is very small in the sense of the space where it happens. It's in a, just in the apartment. It's all in real time. 
and there's only these three characters and there's no there's no objectives there's no goals there's no the game never tells you to do anything uh, so it's all up to you kind of to 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 decide what you think you should be doing mm. um so all it happens is your character accumulates the knowledge as you go through the loops and that knowledge allows you like all the things you can physically do you can do them since the start but the things that he can speak with the characters are only based on what the, what he's he's experienced as he goes through the loop. Yeah, yeah. yeah one one thing that I that I took away from the trailer was the conversations, right? The the dialogue, uh, the dialogue tree, uh, <laughs> and and the fact that your character uh, is the only character that understands what happened in the last twelve minutes on that last run, and then he, that character will bring up things like I. I it isn't a trailer, so I don't think I'm spoiling anything, but he'll, he says, you're going to tell me that you're pregnant and you're going to tell me that, you know, all this stuff. And there's a police officer on the door and she's like, your wife is saying, how do you know all this? What, what's going on? What were some of the challenges that you face when creating this game that's kind of driven by the experience of, of the player? Um, so the, the way it was designed, it was more like... Very early on, and this was so. So I had this idea when I was at Rockstar. So that was more than ten mm. years ago. I was like, I want to do something with time loops, and I wrote a little pitch of uh, imagine like GTA, but where you're living a time loop for twenty four hours, and you have all this simulation. We were we were wrapping up Manhunt two, and they were Rockstar North was wrapping up GTA four, and we knew in our studio we might be able to use their engine, and they were like, okay, who has ideas for games? Uh, mm. But no one liked my idea. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, and, and I kept thinking, what what could be a, an interesting um, an interesting um, experience where you use time loops? And I, I the more I could think, like I, I early on, I started with like you know, like um, you learn this key code, and then you can use this key code on the door. So next loop, you're faster going through the door. But it became always this video game. Uh, kind of of vocabulary that's it's kind of it's not worth your I, I don't it's not very meaningful um, yeah and I tried to think like what is what is really meaningful in in this constant repetition and, and it's always knowledge it would always come to knowledge right is you know something that you didn't know before and I'm like okay what if the knowledge is more than than just this a keypad or the, the secret for whatever or, or or what this person is going to do what if Suddenly, the the level of knowledge becomes mixed with your knowledge as a player, uh, and how you decide to use the knowledge. Right? If suddenly I don't tell you what to do, and you're deciding what you do based on what you know, the direction that you're heading becomes your own direction and your own interpretation. And then I I started to see what could I build with this concept, and it had to be something that was uh, that you could relate with. Um, and I felt it has to be a relationship with someone. Um, so that's where the couple came from. And for a long time, it was just like a burglar that was. I was like, okay, they need a, they need a, they they need something to happen to force you to do something, right? Mm. And I was like, there's gonna be a burglar. You're gonna get attacked by like a criminal is gonna steal something, uh, and then you're trying to stop the crime. And I was like, but what is he trying to steal? And then slowly it started to to become right. A narrative started to appear as I was trying to figure out, like. First, how to create something that allows the player to um, to have something to drive them, like a, a basic premise to drive. Right, Every, everyone who plays the game, like the first thing you do is like, how am I going to stop the cop? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
But then once you stop the cop, you're like, okay, what do I do now? What should I be doing now? Mm-hmm. And, and it starts to open and, and it starts to become a bit your own, your own journey. Um, so the biggest challenge was figuring these steps out. Then there's a lot of technical issues like with right, the dialogue trees and, and, and the branching and making sure things um, that everything you want to do. Like actually the second biggest challenge was, um, was the design. I don't know if you've played like the, the, the monkey Island and, mm-hmm. and like all, all those games have that thing where you, so I, I'm crazy for the LucasArts games. And, yeah. And, yeah. But you'll have this, this design. I think it's a flaw in, in terms of design where you, you, you're kind of guessing what you're doing. You're, you're mixing inventory items in the hope of, of having a, an outcome. Right. And, and some of, of those results, like imagine you have a window that you're like, oh, I'm being attacked. I could jump out the window, but you can't. But then maybe five minutes later, if you combine right the the rubber duck with with whatever, now you can jump off the window. So you don't really know the verbs you can use, and I think it leads to frustration. Yeah. But I quite like how how they're very open, like as opposite to a shooter where you just you just fire a gun. Um, yeah. But shooters, right? You don't think about I'm not gonna drop the gun on the floor and and pick up a rock you know you 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 understand the rules of that world so i was the challenge was how to bring some of that uh rule set that those games have into a more open experience so you wouldn't be lost and 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 i think i think we got it Um, yeah so yeah you you have a set of vocabulary that you use and you never get um you know what you can and you cannot do and inside the things you can do there's a lot of 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 variations yeah sure yeah and i think i think that's the one thing um you mentioned how originally it was going to be a a robbery and then it became a a police officer and you know accusing your wife of murdering her father and one one thing i think that i think i think a robbery is one thing right but i think having this authoritative force come in Really, I think that's the part that made me feel like really uneasy, uneasy when I watched it because you feel kind of hopeless a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't. Yeah, there's a like a violation of this personal space. Yeah, yeah. And I and in the fact that you have somebody that that is kind of in charge, right? And and I don't know. It was just really fascinating. And the other thing that I think struck me with this game, and I think you know when you explained it, I think this kind of came out in it is the fact that it's not, it's not like your traditional game. It's, 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 it's like watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that's, that's, I would say that's the biggest, um, one of the strongest like drives, like in the sense that, um, like a lot of games that we play, I feel like a lot of, even even the concept of game, right? We have this this thing of I want to waste some time, like I I want to be entertained, so I'm going to pick up this 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 entertainment uh, interactive thing that I have, and right, I'm going to shoot people for three hours, or I'm going to collect something, and and there's all these verbs that we use of of like of levels of of progression of of health bars, and I'm like. And as I was working on this project early on, it was very similar in the sense of, of of the way I was building the narrative. But this was the first time I was designing something from right, learning to program, and and when, and I would have these questions of 
how do I do this thing? And as I tried to break it apart, I at least I, I, I felt that a lot of the answers don't have to be the answers most games do. And as I removed the gamey elements, right, it became this, it became something else. I think, let's see when people play it, but it's, I think it's less of a, um, um, it doesn't have a structure of a game. It doesn't have lives, right? There's no, your character is stuck in a loop, so dying suddenly is not really, um, um, there's no penalty for going towards what would be considered failure in normal games because you learn something in that direction too that's worth that's worth your time um if that makes sense yeah yeah no it does and and i think that's i think that's the interesting part about it is the fact that um there's a lot of storytelling aspects but you're driving that story uh, your character is um and this is fascinating to me um there's a lot of i don't know this, this reminds me a lot of memento or groundhog's day and i read somewhere that you're also somewhat influenced maybe by the shining and some uh stanley kubrick uh what, what was the inspiration behind this game um so in terms of like i i would say there's there's a side of the design decisions and 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 the movie inspiration i think it's more how how directors approach a movie like uh like the memento um right there's this there's the there's this mental like there's the memory issue of the main character, yeah. And the movie is designed in a way that you experience that, right? By the way that the, the sequences are out of order, suddenly you don't know what happened before, just like he doesn't know, like he forgot what he just just lived through. Um, and it's a very clever way of using the tools that you have in order to tell the story. Uh, so in that sense, Memento was 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 more that that thought process, right? Like if, like like how, like simplifying the apartment or 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 using the top down view or 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 removing right removing objectives and and letting letting your interpretation kind of define what direction you're gonna go, um, and then just other things you like 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 The Shining, for example, like how he. Um, how Kubrick does the right all, all the camera angles where you have all these flat planes throughout the movie, and then you have these these uh, these like like when the kid is is going on the stroller, the, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you you have this this point of view into the center of the screen, you know, like using this like using colors or using these concepts in a way that they they help accentuate whatever you're trying to say. So. So I was like, I have to design an apartment. So what do I put in the apartment, right? What are the colors of the apartment? What's the camera angle? Uh, who are these people? What do they say? And then every single answer was like, are these decisions going towards the goal of of this experience that repeats and, and of this accumulated knowledge? Uh, mm. And movies do this very well, I think. Like they've been doing this for many years. Well, games, like I was recently playing... Um, what? I got a, I got a PlayStation and I was playing um, God of War. I don't know if mm. you played the last God of War. Some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with kids, <laughs> there's never much. Yeah. But I I sat down and there's this amazing intro, right, with this journey of of a father with with his son, yeah. and I don't remember much anymore. There's something about their, I think their mother died or something, and then suddenly the game starts 
and you have these orbs you pick up to get health and you have these creatures spawning from the floor and you're just slashing people. Yeah. Where five minutes before you were in this very deep right journey of bonding to 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 cross something and, and suddenly you have this cut of okay now it's a game. Yeah. And you're killing, 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 and you cannot go anywhere. And then these bo- and so I think it's more like Yeah, like a movie would never I mean Fast and the Furious does that, right? Or or yeah. or Transformers. Yeah. So it's trying to go more towards the other direction in the medium of interactive experiences. Yeah. No, I like that. And it's interesting because, I mean, as you describe that, it it is kind of jarring that you're going from this, you know, very beautiful moment to this moment where you're, you know, now it becomes the game, right? Where I think... That's, I think, one thing that was striking to me, too, with, with 12 Minutes is the fact that, 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 that all of that, it, it just felt so... There was so much emotion in 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 the game and just the loops that are happening and your character, you know, you, you feel that that tension uh, with that character that they're in that loop. And I just saw the trailer and I'm, Every, <laughs> that's what there's I'm like, from that. <laughs> like in 2015, when I was doing the prototype, there's mm. there's two videos. There's the the kind of funny guys. They played it for 45 minutes and it's on YouTube and Giant Bomb too. Um, yeah. And then you can kind of see what the experience is, uh, yeah. but it's, it looks very rough around the edges. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah the, the biggest challenge actually was was making sure you don't get bored repeating the same amount of time. And I, mm. I think that's what made it become such a short, such a short loop, because uh, you don't want to be doing like thirty minutes of of yeah. That's what, as yeah. I'm remembering now because originally it was supposed to be a full night, twelve hours, mm. something like that. But then I was like, but 12 hours is a lot. You don't want to be doing something for eight hours and make a mistake. So I'm like, let's speed up time like GTA does, where Mm. one hour is five minutes. But then suddenly I'm doing this, um, right? I'm doing a game about time and I'm already cheating. Yeah. So I was like, no, that doesn't make sense. Let's make it real time. Um, Mm. Yeah. So when once was real time, it was finding like, how to make it not boring. Yeah, that was a big one. So can I ask about that? So it's it's real time. So it's it's actually 12 minutes that are happening. Are there events that, that kind of trigger or some things that you do that kind of trigger events happening? Or is it always at, you know, eight, at the eight minute mark, this happens? Yeah, so so the cop shows up around five minutes in. Okay. And actually most people, when the game starts, you, you get not, you never manage to reach the 12 minutes because you're getting knocked out by the cop too early right by when he when he shows up at the apartment uh so there's two or three things that happen um like like i, I would say the main one is the cop arrival you, you very early on know when he arrives um and the rest is kind of depends on what you decide to do uh, that might trigger other things to happen uh, but the only main thing is is the cop arrival at a certain time mm. yeah hmm. interesting um so you mentioned that uh that you start working this and and i know that you showed this game uh in at pax east in 2015 if i'm correct yeah and yeah. you were planning to release that in 2016 is that correct yeah so so the way i was doing it um so i was working on the witness with jonathan blow and i was working on this concept on the side um and it got to a point that everyone i would show it they'll be like this is really interesting uh 
And I was like, okay, I'm going to work a bit more. And then as we, as we were getting to the end of the witness, um, I wanted to know, should I put my time to do this? So, so I decided I'm going to go to PAX, show it at a booth, and I'll have, I'm going to have a, my 500 playtesters for three days. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to know if this is worthwhile. Um, and then when I showed that PAX, uh, it was funny because I got people coming to the booth. Everyone thought it was the same. It was very interesting because I... The game was playing. I mean, there was a screen, right, with the apartment, and I didn't say anything. I was like, I don't want to spoil that it's a time loop. Yeah. So people thought it was like The Sims. Mm. And I was like, so I was like, okay, I have to pitch it. So I started to learn how to pitch the game, and, and I got, um, yeah, Greg Miller, he was at the, f I didn't know who he was at the time, Yeah. and he went to try the game, and he got hooked, and then he had a panel in the evening, and he mentioned the game. And the mm. next day, I had a huge row of people, <laughs> and then it just kept cascading. So by the end of PAX, I was like, okay, there's definitely something here. Um, and so I started to look for funding, like, so how am I going to make this happen? And yeah, and my goal was always like one year, so 2015, 2016, maybe mid-17. Um, but the more I dug into this concept, like more things would come out that I'm like, I need to... Right, if I'm doing this, it would be a waste not to go as deep on mm. this aspect of it, on the relationship with the wife, on the on the design of the apartment, on the sound design, on 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 the animations, on 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 the loop itself. Like like I the the idea that I had of what the experience is and what as people start to play it and and where it was going, it just had and and so yeah, so I just kept working on it. Um, mm. And 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 yeah, then Microsoft uh, they wanted to to help. Um, I started to work with them. Uh, I mean, they were funding it. Hmm. Um, and then an Apurna came 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 through. Um, so yeah, that was another thing. Like the game was getting to a point, and I originally there was not going to be voice acting on the yeah. very early versions. But then, like we made some tests, and we were like. If we can pull off having actors and everything is mo-capped, the experience is going to reach such a level of, of, of intimacy and, and intensity that why not do it? Uh, mm. and, and yeah, and, and then Annapurna Pictures and Annapurna Interactive, they, right, they have this movie side of things that, that no other publisher can, can rival. So it was a, a relationship that was waiting to happen nice yeah. yeah i noticed that that was one of the things that um fairly recently that you added the voice acting and then the other thing that i noticed too is some of the animation and how you're changing some of the animation as well uh to make it more i i, I don't want i mean i think that in your own words it's more fluid in some of the animation is that right yeah so that was the plan since the start even even in the old old version so that was at gdc like after that packs and I ran into an animation director when I worked at Rockstar. Now he had his own motion capture studio. Hmm. Um, and then we spoke about the idea of, could you, is it possible for an indie to do mocap? And I, and there was that game, I don't know if you remember, there was a ballet game that had come out to the PlayStation, I don't know, 2016 maybe, where you're like a dancer and it was all mocapped in Europe. Interesting. Um, so I started to look into that possibility. And yeah, the, the goal was to mocap it, but it's more... Once we sit down to to do the mocap, like um, 
Like you mentioned, we were doing a session like a year ago or maybe less of the, the, the handcuffing. Like, let's say the handcuffing. We're doing the handcuffing, right? The cop is handcuffing the, the actor. Mm. And we're like, wait, but if you're actually handcuffed over and over, you would start behaving differently. Sure. Uh, so we start to think, okay, how would you behave if you're handcuffed 10 times? Mm. Like by the fifth time, you just don't really resist the handcuffing. Uh, but imagine you apply this to every single aspect of the experience. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and then as we implement these things, you start to see like suddenly the, the way you care about the wife is like suddenly she, she starts to become more alive. And then like, so let's let's go in that direction, see where that takes us. And because the game never tells you what to do and then you have this, right? The opening dilemma, right, is this, this person you've lived with for many years is being accused of something that's pretty, pretty hardcore, you know, yeah. as well as this guy coming in and, and, and bashing your head. But if you, if you care about the characters and no one is telling you what to do, then how are you going to deal with this? How are you going to care? Do you care about this? Are you going to, and, and, and the game can be pretty gruesome if you want to, but hmm. everyone that plays it, they like, since, since very early on, they, they care about the characters. They don't, Right, they don't go like uh, like like shooting them or or, or hurting them. Hmm. Quite the opposite. Um, yeah, interesting. And 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 I think actually one thing, as you mentioned that, as you talk through that, one thing that I think is interesting is the fact that you know the first loop through. I mean, your character knows this wife, but you personally, as a gamer, don't really know this this you know, this, this character that you're interacting with. And it's not until a couple loops later that you start actually having probably more feelings towards, you know, what the situation is and, and this character that you're interacting with. I, I think that's really fascinating. And, and I mean, this could be a study on human behavior. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so what were some of the aspects um, of the game that maybe you wanted to include, but, you couldn't either do to budget or to technical constraints. Honestly, there weren't that many. Um, it's it's like I have to say um, I'm I'm very lucky in this project where there's no <clears throat> there's no limitations. There's no I mean yeah, there's no constraints really. And and I've tried to to remove. I'm removing more than adding. And the things that I keep there. I, I go deeper into them. I, I would say, yeah, I would say if I went back in time to do this again, some things would be different, right? But that's very easy to say in hindsight, right? <laughs> like yeah. a loop if I go back in time. Like, but, <laughs> um, I think for me personally, um, early on it was programming. Like there's a lot of math that I didn't know, uh, like calculating like like doors, like, you know, the famous doors in games. Mm. And it's true, like... Uh, Things like, and then you play games and you start to see they just cheated this stuff. <laughs> like I remember, for example, The Sims. I went to play The Sims. How do they do someone uh, going to the fridge and then going to the sink? And you see them move in this robotic way. Or 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 like Hitman. Like what do you do if you want to open a door and there's someone on the other side of the door? Does the door hit them? Do they dodge the door? Can you open the door? What if two people try to open the door at the same time, right? All these things that you don't think about. Yeah, but in this tiny, tiny space, it happens all the time. Um, so figuring all those out was was like if 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 I yeah if if I went back in time, I would probably get like a couple of people full time 
mm. just in charge of these so I could be more focused in the design. Uh, sure, sure. Rather than me learning all this and, and getting really frustrated. <laughs> but I think it also helped making it the way uh, I think is ideal for the experience. Sure. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, to me, I think that's the fascinating part too. This is such a, a huge undertaking uh, and this is your first project out on your own. I mean, that must be kind of daunting. <laughs> kind of. It's not... I, I've done a lot of games. Uh, so it's just a... It doesn't feel that way. Like mm. like uh, an engine is easy to use. Uh, the, the server repository, uh, working with a team, all the workflow, all the, all the pipeline, all, all the game development side of it is... is I don't even think about it. It's just my... It's what I've been doing all my life. So it doesn't feel... Like the the business side is complicated and and contracts and dealing with people and 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 like yeah when when there's a deadline and then someone it just it's not working out with them or or something is not working the way it should be there was a lot of stress early on I have to say uh, sure yeah. I have to learn how to deal with that but <laughs> but the rest is just it's just another game but this one I have a bit more control <laughs> on what gets done. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I suppose I suppose like the learning curve of the other things probably is uh the business side of things probably is is something new. So <laughs> Yeah, it was more the size that I didn't know. And yeah. And there's other things that I really enjoy, like for example, like sound design. Like we start to think about like for example, early on we had we had a clock in the apartment. Mm. Because I wanted you to know. And then when you click on the clock, you would say, like, oh, the cop is gonna be here in two minutes. Mm. Um but then I realized, like, as we made, uh, a voc- like, there's a story going on in the apartment. For example, like, um, like the neighbor, for example, um, has a baby, and and um, and you hear the baby cry, and then the husband comes home. Like, you hear the apartments around you, you hear the cars passing by, you hear mm. this environment, and I realized that after a while, you don't need a clock to know when the cop is coming. You kind of feel it. Sure. You know, so so we can remove the clock from the apartment. Huh. Uh, so suddenly, like as we sculpted the, the the audio of the game, we realized that it was bringing this layer. And I think if this was in a big studio, it wouldn't have happened, right? You couldn't have this relationship between design and, and audio and story that is really gelling together. Or it would be hard. I think it. I mean, the studios I worked on, it would be totally impossible. <laughs> yeah. Because even the designers don't program even, so you'd have. Mm. A designer would write a document that goes into the producer that gives it to a, a programmer that implements, that's reviewed. You know, it's this, it's like that game where you speak on someone's ear. Yeah. And yeah. it gets deteriorated as it goes through. Yes. Um, and here it doesn't happen. I, yeah. I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But let's um, see, like, yeah, once the game is out, uh, let's see what everyone thinks. <laughs> but everyone is enjoying it. Like, we showed at E3. That was my big fear, yeah. showing the trailer. And then we had the game playable for three days. And if people didn't like it, they were like... But everyone said that it's it's as good, if not better, than the trailer. So mm, Wow. So I'm, that, I'm happy. Yeah. And there was no voice acting. And the, oh. the animations were still, like, the old ones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, even in even in that aspect where you're talking about how, you know, each time that they get cuffed and the animation is different, I mean, I don't know if you'd get that at a 
bigger studio because I mean you're you're paying attention to that little detail like that. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I think yeah, you probably wouldn't. You're right. Like because a session would be booked and that's the other thing. Yeah. It should be booked and planned and organized and yeah. and and maybe you would get a bit of it. I don't know. But like there's things that we get and I, I think I've learned this working on the witness. So like we were we're going to halfway to the, the project and, and Jonathan is like the island is too big. Let's 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 shrink it a bit. But like game development shrinking an island, you have to move a ton of stuff. It's gonna mm. break a million things. And we were yeah. like, I thought we we're gonna ship it soon. Right. And he was like, Yeah, but what's the point? Like he's like, the walking distances will be much more pleasant if they're shorter between areas. Mm. So mm. why would we release this game with less like with less quality in terms of this decision that clearly improves the experience. Um, and all the other projects I worked on, this would never happen. Like uh, yeah. if you have the art team, like we'd have the art team designing characters before the design is complete because you have like 10 people who are getting paid full time with nothing to do. So suddenly when the design is halfway through, they have to look at what the artists are doing and you cannot throw away this character. So suddenly you're shoehorning decisions based on on all these it's just it just doesn't flow as well yeah 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 nice um speaking of of reception so the game has received honorable mention for the seamus mcnally grand prize at the independent game festival in 2016 and most recently it won the game critics award of best independent game at e3 and the gold winner at the clio entertainment awards what do you think it is about this game that resonates so well amongst the players and critics? Um, I think, um, so the first thing I think is what you said. It doesn't feel like a game. And and this was, this was a big goal very early on. So my wife does not play games. She, she doesn't like games. She thinks mm. they're a waste of time. <laughs> and I was like, this is not a game. This is an interactive experience. And, and what I mean by that is, for example, a game, like she doesn't play games because she cannot even hold a gamepad, mm. right? She doesn't play games because like we tried to play Portal and she mm. couldn't even look, right? Walking and looking is with the gamepad, if you've never grabbed one, is mm. is a very high entry to to an experience while a movie just sit down and you watch at the screen. So I tried to remove all those layers in order for you to still be able to enjoy the experience and i think in the end like this end result it's like my goal with the trailer was something that could be in the cinema mm. and you wouldn't even know it's a game right you'd be like oh is this a movie that's coming out um and the game itself when you play it right you you have these people that uh it's funny because the people that play most games do worse at 12 minutes they get more frustrated because mm. they go into the apartment they start to pick up everything like <laughs> the plates then they pick up all the objects they start combining them <laughs> hoping to unlock whatever's gonna happen <laughs> and right and nothing happens the wife is like mm. what are you doing what's going on <laughs> uh, but people people who who get into it and kind of see it as being there it flows very, very nicely. Uh, mm. And I think in that sense, people just, it just connects because it's, 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 it flows logically. And, and you literally just, you, there's just one button. You, you click and you drag objects and you mm. click where you want the guy to go. Um, so in that sense, I think that's why it became, it's, it's accessible, 
but it's complex and, yeah. and doesn't sacrifice the, the experience due to its simplicity. Hmm. And the themes, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's easy to relate with, with what they're, the struggle they're going through, I think. Yeah. yeah. Did, did, your, uh, did your wife do any test running of this game? And, and if she did, does she, uh, is, she, is she a fan of it? Because I know you said that she's not a gamer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's she's very tired of listening to it. <laughs> like, and and like a year into development, she said, "Look, programming stories, like, because I would be like, oh, you know what I just did? Like, uh, like, what did I do like recently that I was? I don't know if you if you follow on Twitter. Like, I did a thing like, for example, when the cop handcuffs the two characters, right? He has to choose where to put them in the apartment so they don't hit any furniture when he throws them on the floor. Yeah." Um, and so he has to calculate what's the space that I have that I can drop the character in. And to do that, right, I, I have predefined locations, like you mentioned, like, uh, like a hundred predefined locations that you have to calculate if one area overlaps with the other one. But how do you calculate that something overlaps, right? And me and math, I was like, okay, I have to do a polygonal shape. So, you know, I, I go mm. deep into, and she's like, Louis, <laughs> enough, you know. <laughs> But she, yes, yeah, she, she's very like she's very raw. Like mm. she's she's able to spot those things that take you out of the experience very easily. Mm. Mm. Uh, and like, and early on when I started the project, like each character was a box, and she was like, like who's who? I was like, okay, mm. I'm gonna put colors, mm. you know. So the blue box is the husband, but then I was like, now the husband is the wife is sitting down, and she's like, I don't understand the sitting down. So I I would always craft the experience the minimum required and 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 having someone that doesn't play games it's very useful to to know what you need to put there in order for things to work or not um so lewis what what experience do you hope that people walk away with when they play the game 12 minutes um my dream uh (laughs) my dream reaction from people is that they uh like something that I'm trying very hard with this project is that they um, they see this as something else that's not a mm. game, right? They they see this as an interactive experience, as something that has the, the the vocabulary of video games, but it's not something that is there to to just be entertained by. Um, and in terms of the experience, I, I hope they um, it's going to make you ask some questions about yourself and how you mm. see um, and how you see. Um, who you are um i don't know yeah this is a pretty good question i don't know like i i hope people feel it's worth their time and that they 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 got something out of it as an experience that they hadn't gotten before and it helped them grow in some Mm. way but it mostly was worth their time and that they enjoyed it yeah i'm i'm very excited about this game uh when when do you expect this game to come out this year that's, that's what i'm aiming for no no but like hard aim it should be this year uh, nice. uh we're all everyone is working very hard to make sure there, there's some variables that i don't control um but uh, overall it's 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 it should come out nice. this year nice Louis, how can people how can people follow you on social media and follow uh the game progression so there's the website, right? 12minutesgame.com with the blog, which I don't do many posts there, but when I do, I think they're pretty. Uh, yeah, rich. they are. Uh, I mean, I read I'm, them and I was like, wow, this is this is really in-depth. It was really cool to, to read that. 
Um, then, but mostly on Twitter. Uh, um, yeah, day-to-day stuff is on Twitter. The rest is on the website. You can wishlist on Steam. Um, and um, yeah, I think those are the... Should have thought about that to give you like a proper... But it's Twitter, the website, and there's Steam forums. I don't really... Everyone there is just complaining, saying, it's going to be an epic exclusive. I'm like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> but those are the three. I don't really look at the forums, but Twitter, I'm there, and I'm pretty active. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, well, Lewis, thank you so much for joining me and, and talking about 12 Minutes. It was a real pleasure uh, getting a chance to to speak with you and talk about the game. Thank you for your time. It was a pleasure talking with you, Roger. I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. And listeners, I'll have links to to the to the website so you can go check that out yourself and also links to social media so you can follow Lewis as well and his progression. So, all right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. The Dialogue Tree is hosted by Buzzsprout, the easiest podcasting software for hosting, promoting, and tracking your podcasts. The Dialogue Tree is also part of the Little Fella Media Podcast Network. The music for the podcast is from Blue Dot Sessions. Song is called Calm and Collected. You can follow us at GamerHeadsPC on Twitter or go to GamerHeadsPodcast.com for more information.